Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Maeve. Uh, we will be starting to have a weekly newsletter. That would be blog, so bear with us. That's great. Been heavily requested. There will be a newsletter summarizing this as well. Good. Um, we're overhauling the Discord. They are research patiently waiting. Search. We've been a, kind of as a council been doing soul searching about the our funds and everything. Oh, yeah, with that. We're also going to be doing an overhaul of Discord guide, like how to use the Discord and add some more roles. Uh, so meetups. Um, uh, as well as kind of a use directory. This I'm open to suggestions if you want to kind of raise your hands, we can get to that. But I would love, you know, suggestions on how we can create a kind of user directory of people's skills uh, and also kind of integrate CatNap into it. Uh, because I know a lot of people are skilled and want to get involved in different things. But maybe, um, maybe we have to do it as like an external post and then it kind of feeds. I don't know why. Or maybe put a user directory somewhere. Um, what, what do you think, Parker? How do, how do we best do that? There's some sort of thread. Uh, maybe Pal could step up if he's got a good idea for incorporating it into the Discord itself. But yeah, like well, we, we, yeah, we need a we need that general place for everybody to kind of search and look for you know look for quality. Exactly. Like for meetups, it's easy because, as you know, there's only so many events and all of that. So having it as a panel discussion makes sense. But um, for like a user directory, I don't know, we need some kind of interface. I mean, you know, we're waiting on culture cubs because, you know, then that may be helped to be directory. But until then, you know, looking, I'm going to look as well into kind of yeah, we, we want people to be able to kind of say what skills they have, do something like that. Also, a channel called, new channel called Lect Lecture Cafe. This is going to be for you know, different, different people who want to come to class or something, be able to do so. Uh, and are able to uh, create events and stuff. So, you know, if you want to give it a, a course on aid and all these different things you so hey Bella you know feel free to bring yourself up um we'll also be having a having the uh, we we're starting to get our program for the order of the golden claw started that's headed by palpable and what that will mean is as we start to kind of get our incubator going we want you know a like the highest standard possible of men that when we're kind of putting together squads for those projects, you know, we, yeah, damn it to go by. Um, so yeah, so in short, um, we are going to have a, a weekly newsletter summarizing these AMAs. We are getting the research squads and stuff sorted, but I'll get more into what we've been chewing on as a tool. Um, we are going to make, uh, make that kind of user guide simple, uh, sorry, the guide easier to use links to the different channels so people can kind of see which roles they should be getting and stuff uh, as well as working out a method for a user directory 
so that people can know what other people are doing. Um, then our embassy passed for the other side, so we grabbed that, which is really damn exciting because I think that land passed really, really well placed. So that happened. We've got our embassy now in the other side. Uh, and I can give you a little bit of alpha. Crown Capital is going to be voting uh, on buying some land in the other side too. Maybe we, kind of, we can work together, right? Because Fat Cats is interested in it from a social point of view, but hell, it's got resources, right? So if we can sell those resources on Crown uh, or work with them on that, you know, all the better. Uh, and some of the games that Crown has invested in, such as Big Time and Guardians and Uvium, are looking to start to open pretty soon. We will have more kind of news on that as well, right? Like we do have the channel Fat Cats Guild. As we start to know more, we will organize that channel and give people the option if they want to get involved in some of these play-to-earn games. Uh, the website is getting an overhaul. It's going to take a bit of time. Uh, got the aspect now that we're CCO. That passed. So, rats, use your everyone or your own profile picture however you want uh, and we'll update the website with that information we will also be um moving away from kind of this roadmap model to a service model and that's what's taking time trying to work out like how to put on the website the different services that we use um also i don't know if anyone's been following but the pine loans thing is going well putting recording but it's not showing how awesome uh it is yes um Okay, um, yeah. So I don't know if anyone has been following our own pool that we set up. Are they just going to keep horizontally moving? And there's many examples like that. Alien Friends will be another one, but they're a lot earlier. You know, a lot of good vibes. They got some things going for them, but in a lot of these projects, just going to flat out run out of money and runway. So um, always open to discuss them. I definitely don't want to deter that, but you know, the market's kind of revealing itself. And that's the way it's kind of heading. You know, you got the few, few up top, and then new ones coming out that we really need to be watching for, and then keep an eye on for arbitrage in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of communities will continue to survive, right? I mean, look at these frogs. I mean, there's you know creeps. A lot of these communities are strong and will and will survive, but that's not necessarily going to translate into a lot of money, right? And our DAO has to kind of focus. You know, our DAO really talks in two two terminologies, right? The value investor side of things is, you know, compounded growth, right? You know, that is kind of the anchor of our portfolio, looking for long-term compounded growth, right? And if we look at some of these blue chips, you know, uh, Bored Ape and CryptoPunks and stuff, they are still very high up, right, from when the, where they minted and where they are now. You know, they're both a, a, a safe kind of place to store money and also... As every bull cycle ends, they are, you know, a little bit higher along than where they were before. Uh, as I say, CryptoPunks is a unique example because I think the market is trying to understand what them. Uh, but that's a great buy-in opportunity. 
Um, and then and then the other aspect is okay, you know, fat cat holders want you know to vote every so often to pay out income. We need sources of income. And so we've gone to constantly looking for good source of income, right? Like, you know, we've we've set up our our fund uh, for the loan pool. That's some a source of income. Uh, we're going to have the incubator. That should be a really good source of income if we do that right. I mean, right now it's tight market, so you know we have to be careful on that. Uh, we also have the sources of income in things like merchandise, right? We're going to be setting up a Shopify store, uh, and all profits from that will go to the Dow Treasury. Uh, so you know, we are looking for source of income, arbitrage plays, and flipping opportunities. But what we then do with our money is always twofold, right? Either paying it out to you or putting it into long-term compounded. Uh, and so I think we have to be very conservative and very judgmental on, on projects that we're willing to become long-term partners for, right? Again, we can always do arbitrage play, right? For example, just because I don't think uh, that VFriends makes the cut, for a long-term hold for us in its current iteration, meaning again, I think Gary V is extremely valuable to the space, but I don't yet know if you know buying into a V friends. Again, if you go and look at the utility, you'll see it expires after 2024, and there's some very interesting things going on over there. But I, I do think that there's plenty of arbitrage over there, right? Like we're going to continue to watch V friends because we know that if we left holding the bags, it's not the end of the world, and so we will watch the volume cycles and stuff because maybe as a council. We will buy into V friends too, right? You know, and 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 flip, you know, flip twenty of them at four X or something when a big announcement comes out. So there are a lot of good arbitrage opportunities in those mid caps, but it doesn't mean we should be looking to have them in our long term portfolio. Let's bring Big Ben up, and um, you know, Bella, jump in at any time if you add to Big Ben. Welcome, sir. How are you doing, guys? Doing really good. Doing really good. How are you? It's always awesome to hear you guys speak. Every time I hear you speak, I'm like, uh, where are the fat cats at? I got to buy some more. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's my personal problem. <laughs> um, I was listening to some of the talking points that you were going over, and one thing came to my mind, and that is um, how, how are we going to establish a – um, a fair equity uh, for the earlier holders versus people that buy in later. Now, I understand it's done in the, how the Dow works, paid out in percentages, but the people that come in early and invest early and are aping in um, are holding long-term. There, there should be uh, some sort of structure to kind of reward those people more than people that are just buying in later and get a payout. Oh, I mean, but every stock does. Right? I mean, you are by getting in early, you're getting in when the floor is low. Like, you know, the, the capital gain will only come in at one ETH. Well, you know, four X on that. That's Correct. that's how all stock. Because remember, the more complicated you make the voting process or the reward process, the more people you cut out just because it's so bloody confusing. That is true, yeah. You know, so, you know, using, you know, just because we, we've played games with the SEC to not be deemed a security doesn't mean that we don't want to take the best practices of corporations and securities because it's well understood by the public, right? A lot of people right. made very gimmicky hierarchies and the Genesis get two votes and they get this and, and it's fucking confusing. I mean, we keep all talking about mass adoption and then we keep making hindrances to mass adoption. 
I agree. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So that that that, ex- that that's a great exa- uh, answer. Uh, but uh, one other one other question, mm. um, and maybe not a really question, but kind of filling in, like you were asking, how we can gather information easily uh, for people within the community and their skill sets. Yes. Uh, Google Docs has a lot of great templates that you can use, uh, where they just ask simple questions. A lot of these are used for like. Um, just like for contests and stuff, but you can you can change the uh, structure to just kind of um, uh, focus on skill sets, so that it, it generates just kind of like a a um, an overall view of where our community is and and the strengths that they have, and then we could kind of plug more information later in detail. But this would just give us an overview of where our where our community is right now and help us kind of build a framework around that but is there a way to have it on like i i thought you have to kind of close the google doc before it can populate the document is that true no i think you can you can have them open and edited uh on a continual basis you just have to repopulate the um the template i know i know uh, palpable will, will know this a lot more than i do he's like a savant with this stuff but there there there, there are programs that are very easy that you can just click on and it's like okay do you have say are you interested in being a leader yes so just simple questions that you kind of go down and answer like a survey and then it populates into a spreadsheet that you can kind of go down and look at okay this person has this this qualification this qualification or do they want to be put into a role um would they be interested in volunteering things like that it just it, it's just going to give you a snapshot quick quick overview of where you can kind of plug people in and make it a lot easier to access and integrate people. Okay. Okay, great. No, no, fine. So you're saying Palpable's informed on that? I should speak to Palpable about that? He, he does know how to do um, those uh, information gathering tools. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, cool. If he doesn't, I, I do know people that do. So I, I, either way, I can get you an answer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Start having, talk to him if you don't mind and, and, and also get me an answer and then just kind of report back and then go from there. Okay. Yeah, those are the only two things that, that I, I wanted to touch base on. So thank you. Super, thank you. Anyone else want to? Oh, we've, I've got. Go. Hey, hey, how's it going? I, I think you mute. Hey guys, hey, how's it going? can you hear me all right? We can, yeah. I'm good, I'm good. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. I don't know where whereabouts the time zone is right now. Uh, yeah, I just have a quick question, Dylan, yes. about the incubator. You mentioned it a couple of times, and I just want to get clarification on that. Like, what, how does that, the incubator project work? Because I, how I understand it is basically... We get a project from scratch and we own that project and we mint it out and we reap the reward basically. Is that how is that correct or is that is there a different process to it? A different process. In fact, we, we don't think of uh, the way we're viewing an incubator is more along the lines of we're saying instead of going the traditional route of having an individual advisor, right? Like Brett Malinowski or Gronk Wizard or whatever. Why don't you take Fat Cats on as your advisor and let us help you in a bunch of different ways, right? Assemble your 
Discord team. We can help you steer you in the right direction for contracts and auditing and stuff like that. And most importantly, we as a community uh, can take a large position, you know, a couple of biker spots, uh, but also we can, we can, you know, help get you into our network so that you can place your whiteless spots and marketing and stuff with other communities, right? And they will trust it because it's got an official stamp from us. So, you know, you can kind of pair up with all of our partners and then we will get two, you know, three potential perks out of it. Number one, we get a large whiteless allocation. So all of our community members who want in can get in. Number two, uh, we will get a compensation as, an, as a DAO, right? So the DAO will get a cut of mint. And then number three, individuals on the advisory level, whether it be Escobar or some of the counselors or whatever, and those who want kind of moderator jobs in their server can get hired. So we don't, so we will have an application process where projects that have already started but want that next level quality help can reach out to us and apply to be part of the incubator program. And would royalties also be part of the rewards as well? Possibly, possibly, but like, I, I, could, I think... Could we not, like, like uh, yeah, yeah. We'll go on. Well, well, when it was something like, like Goblin Cats, then yes, right, because that was a project that we helped actually create from scratch. Compensation over there, it's a free mint. Compensation was in royalty. But in most cases, you know, as we've just been saying the whole time of here, right, we, we really don't think that many projects will, will, will make it season two or season three. And royalties themselves are... Questionable at best because royalties really only work if, if, if it's a viable product. And so we would rather get a cut of Right, that's how most advisors are paid, for example. Right, AA, you know that, right? Like, like Brett and all of them, when, they get, when they're advisors, when you see all these big names on a project, most of them are compensated as a cut of the mint. Giancarlo and Brett, in our case, were not because they did a favor to me you know, we had swapped services. <laughs> I was helping WGMI get off the ground. I'm part of the founding of Midnight Labs. Uh, and now, you know, Giancarlo, uh, like this week, he gave a, you know, we had an amazing, by the way, a lot of this information came from Giancarlo. We had a fantastic meeting with him uh, for an hour and a half, pretty much. And, um, you know, uh, he gets paid, he gets paid $150 an hour. You guys approved it in the snapshot of all open, uh, open book. So, um, you know, he gets compensated per, per hour of, of conversation he has with us. He, you know, he made a very strong argument in favor of now. I'll speak to him again about it today. So, uh, yeah, but most, most of the time when you see advisors on a project, they are getting a cut of the mint. Yeah, uh, just one last question regarding this. I don't want to take too much time. Take Maybe time, someone else take has time, a... Take time, take um, time. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. Cheers, cheers. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah. So, with this, I know you said, like, we need to be careful which projects we bring on into the incubator. Would it be projects, like, we would... Uh, they would come to us and we'd have to get, uh, vet them and just uh, decide if we want to be involved with them or we find these projects or... Uh, for example, these artists who are not involved in the in NFTs or and approach them and uh, initiate the whole process of would you want to do, do an NFTs and we'll help you with set everything up, uh, something like that. Yeah, look, both of both of those scenarios work. I mean, if someone has a lead, right? If someone says, "Hey, I really know the artist," or "I know someone is working on this," you know, we're all for kind of 
headhunting projects as well, right? Like, you know, the best projects are not looking to reach out because they, they know they've got something special going on. So, you know, when I say people will fill out a form, a lot of the projects may just come not from a form, but from a shortlist. For example, we're very close to the team at NFT Academy. So, you know, Escobar will be speaking to Brett and, and Crypto Brando over there, and we will be looking at their three top potential candidates, right? They won't be opening a form. We will be looking at those candidates and saying, you know, they've got something over here. Let's kind of you know, headhunt them, right? Like, let's go and reach out. And the same goes, you know, with an artist and stuff. But I have to say, most of these launchpad situations have not worked out that well. Right? Go look at the Mint Pass and a few others. They're not doing particularly well because, you know, you have to look at who the market is. And the market over here are people who understand that utility means, you know, how much ETH can I flip it for? So these completely artist-led projects, most of them are not making it. Very, very, very few art-only art collectible projects are doing well, right? So that is the, almost the distinguishable honor of something like CryptoPunks, right? We have a market called Super Rare. It's like everyone pretends we don't have another fine arts marketplace called Super Rare that specializes in collectibles and fine art. The people who come to OpenSea, uh, you know, you can love art or not. I love a lot of the art, but I damn well know that if it was just for me buying for the art, I would pay a very small price relative to what the market is paying, right? Because most of the people here are coming for a flip or coming or waiting for a proper utility. And so just because we know an amazing artist, who the fuck cares? I mean, okay, I will eat my words if it's someone extraordinarily famous. But I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how it would have looked if Johnny Depp was a contact of mine and we did that project for him when everyone kind of knew it was just five. Would we have turned down Johnny Depp? Absolutely fucking not. But it's still not what the market overall is looking for. Right? That, that was a money grab from newbies who saw an associated name and thought, wow, this has to go high because it's Johnny Depp. Well, I think we're past that era. I think we're past the era, era where a big celeb or a big artist can just come into the space uh, and do a project and not be held to the same standards that we're holding everyone else to. Is what the hell's your fucking utility? And, um, you know, at least sell me on a good story, right? So, yeah, in short, we will be trying to use our network to actually find early on things. And we'll be then also using the ticketing system. Um, we'll be making it, you know, where people can specifically kind of reach out and fill out a form. We'll get back to them if we think it's something really good. Awesome. Thank, thank you, Dylan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Right. Any more questions? Anyone want to raise their hand or anyone want to tag me in cafe voice text? Uh, Everon, did you want to ask something? Cafe voice? Ah, you tagged me. Okay. Um, would we get a discounted whitelist mint price for the incubating projects? Um, okay, so we wouldn't. I'm, I'm, I tend to be very anti-discounted prices because it can cause a terrible fad on OpenSea. I don't know if you've noticed this before, but it can cause a kind of a death spiral. Because if people buy in at a discounted price, they can just list an OpenSea for the mint price, right, of the public mint, and it can cause trouble. So in general, I think more along the lines of a bigger allocation, right? In other words, we're incubating a project would be great that you don't have to fight for it in the marketplace. We get two or three hundred whitelist spots. 
thing. Um, what is each advisor advising on? So Brett and John Carlo are independent advisors to the council, which means we just contact them when we have a lot of questions. So John Carlo helps us analyze our shortlist before we put on the snapshots, right? Like when we were looking, you know, I went with a, quite a list. Like I was saying, what about Gajira? What about CyberKongs? How are you looking at Azuki, et cetera? Like we went through a list and kind of, you know, ticked off uh, a bunch. Uh, and then that new shortlist ends up being, you know, Bored Ape, CryptoPunks, NowNDAO, uh, Moonbirds and, and VFriends. And now I'm doing a more thorough report than that before we put anything up. So they are advising on, you know, Brett's strength is, is, is analyzing teams. Giancarlo's strength is analyzing the entire thing, right? He was a stock analyst. That was kind of his main job. Um, the other counselors, we're each taking on different portfolios, right? So we're not the advisor, we're the council. Uh, and you will start to see our portfolios in time. We, we're kind of working that all out now, right? Who's main point person for the incubator, for example, that's Escobar. Who's the main point person for partnerships? That's me. Uh, I'm also kind of the lead for the big caps and I'm sharing that research with Evername. Uh, and then, you know, Parker and Bella uh, are more in the look at new projects coming out, uh, also helping on the incubator. If any of the kind of projects that you guys are recommending makes a shortlist on, you know, the mid caps that have yet to pump, but have actually done something substantial, right? Like a good example of that is Karafuru. Karafuru is pushing the boundary on connecting to the real world. They're making you know, toys now and they're making a, a, a carnival. We're yet to see if that really is well received or not yet, right? But they are making waves. And so it's worth keeping an eye on them and keep updating our score on them as we see what they do. Uh, okay, I, I hope that answers your question, Cavaron. If it doesn't, uh, please keep typing and I will add more. Um, Janeiro asks, could we try open interning positions for the Shopify? Certainly, I feel like we have plenty of capable people to run it. Uh, but I remember we were discussing training opportunities for holders. Um, so for the, for the Shopify, funny enough, Serial, that's kind of like a job that she works on a lot. She makes a lot of Shopify sites and stuff. So she'll be starting first because, right, Serial you know, getting a, a salary anyway. Uh, and so if we can leverage a team that's already on the payroll, great. But we can certainly look about in, uh, getting, you know, assistance for her. Uh, so that's a great point. I will add that to the notes. Okay. Zoltris. Okay, Zoltris. Up, friend. Will we be looking so, at all into investing in individual cryptocurrencies in addition to NFTs? Uh, Brett, not really, uh, except we will take arbitrage positions on our uh, cash reserves, right? So for example, we quickly moved at 1450, we quickly moved over a lot of our funds to USDC to make sure that, you know, those funds are protected for kind of salaries, costs that we had, you know, in USDC. Uh, Bella, Bella were, you, were you saying something? No, I was just going to call, uh, let you know about the, the question that you just answered. Oh, perfect. Yeah, people tag me, by the way, so that I can see asking me a question. 
And to your point about dividing up, you know, where the workforce and lines go, yeah, every, everybody will be keeping up too, just on the market, market shape, projects popping, you know, not just solely on those aspects of, you know, where, where we're looking individually as council and stuff. Um, Goldtree says, how does the system work for creating a new fund, like a fund for NFL software? Uh, I'm not, I'm not quite understanding the question. Do you understand that, Parker? Yeah, I think he's talking about building a business out through, you know, our network here and Fat Cats, how I took that. And I've had, you know, similar questions as well with this. Yeah. If, if and, and I think... Yeah, if any of you are building something, come through the incubator. I mean, we can, you know, the incubator will offer financing as well. You know, if, if you come with a fantastic idea, experience, and the wherewithal to put it through, and, and you just miss a bit of financing for your contract or something, we do have that ability to finance you, right? That's what we mean by the asset allocation that we funds uh, towards the incubator, right? Like, we totally fund you. Hope that... Tim Parker, what do you think? That that and also maybe making making those tools as part of our repertoire, but um oh, just... from, there we go. from Fat Cats. Is he coming up? Yeah. Okay. Hey Zoltris, what's good, man? Yeah, doing good. Yes, networking and in trying to improve my situation. Did you, did you follow that, Parker? Yeah, trying to improve situation. So um, about your question, would you like yeah, to add to it? Yes, about the NFT tools. I mean, like, tools themselves, like, there's so many different tools. Like, just creating a list of all the different free and paid NFT tools would, I think, be something worthwhile to look out for. Is Different different one of them have many different options and useful features for better understanding the market. You say one of them is like Turo tools. So, so you're saying when we do want someone should do an article or a post on all the tools that are available? Yes, right. There are a lot of them available. Like so many f very useful free tools. Yeah, we and all, some paid. Yeah, we put some, some of them in, in in the in the useful resources. We actually put quite a few of the free ones, uh, and then we've also been given discounts, right? Like on things like Rarity Sniper, they gave us fifty percent off, and they gave each of the council members a free membership. Oh yeah, it seems I might have to add because it has so many more tools than that. Okay, this is what's really fascinating is just how vast the tool it is. And interesting enough, a decent amount of tools don't have that much publicity. Okay, so if you want to, if you want to keep, you know, if anyone wants to, uh, we do have a channel called, you know, useful resources. If anyone sees useful resources like this, or, you know, Zoltus, you see some tools that you recommend we add to the list. You know, let, let us know. We'll do that. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, sir. 
So Braves made a comment in uh, the cafe voice text and just saying to create like a walkthrough of how to use these tools. Um, and I think more like looking for um, an educational piece on it. Like, so we have all these tools that are available, but not everyone knows how to use them. So can we provide more resources on the educational portion of how to use them and when to use them? Yeah, great question. Great question. Because, um, you know, this is where, uh, you know, we've we've had a few volunteers like, you know, Dr. T. Uh, I think Dr. T is around. Dr. T has, you know, offered to do a class. Uh, and I think there's a few people who, who are offering to do classes on, on technical analysis and how to use these tools. Uh, you know, what, what cell walls look like, what resistance looks like, what support looks like. But we can definitely, um, you know, start to kind of, you know, give... Uh, create you make use out of our lecture cafe and also kind of complementary you know, written information so in other words we're going to have all these different research channels where people can post but also we're going to have these kind of live trainings in lecture cafe uh, and this is also why we made you know catnip transferable because we want people to be able to start tipping each other uh, and kind of paying each other for services and yeah just creating an economy over here um, and, and 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 a sharing of information and then he made another comment. So with technical analysis, what Dylan did touch on is Dr. Uh, T is continuously in voice chat and he's always, almost always streaming. Um, and he kind of will run through some of the analysis of how he looks at uh, projects and whether like looking at the volume. So he does do that on like a non-structured basis, but we can definitely talk with him or someone else to see if they could do it uh, more structured. Uh, like with a set time so that you could intentionally tune in. Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, we need to record some of these. That's, we, we, you know, I'm using OBS now to record this and I really recommend it. And so we will help everyone get set up so we can start recording these things and then, you know, posting the recordings and the education that everyone can get. So I, th I think for sure, you know, we're going to start, you know, that's the cool part about this being a bear market. It's like everyone's gone quiet. Uh, we, you know, my, my waking up to 80 messages is now reduced to waking up to 30 messages also because it's NFT NYC. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we're going to start ticking off our, our list and, and building out this Discord and ecosystem. Absolutely. Because, you know, there's quite a lot of money to still be made, friends. You just have to be a lot more careful. And so, you know, upping your skill set is something you want to do right now, right? There's some great Freemans. Uh, some great degen flips held there you know I, I made what 0.6 e from lacoste this week as well so there's a lot going on but you know when you're in a bear market like this you can also get very hurt i think i got mentioned that again let's see um oh wonderful wonderful great well thank you for that yeah, Zero Cool hangs out here sometimes. He's he's fantastic. So we can definitely we can definitely incorporate that. Thank you. Yeah, see, God, Jira made a you know how to use a tool. That's another you know way to be out in social. So it's a good opportunity for anybody in the DAO that would want to you know make some of these videos about going your way through these. Uh, different softwares and we can post that with the um, tool link but also put on youtube as another way for people to find us so i see the point that uh, another point that about was making 
Yeah, yeah, we can definitely start to build out our YouTube and, and we're starting to, once we get the Shopify going, we'll be building out our Instagram. Uh, and also, yeah, if you an, as an individual want to start building your own following uh, on places like Twitter, you know, when you create content like this, it's a raid opportunity as well, you're right? We, we, can, we can totally all retweet to you and stuff like that. Remember everyone, please, whenever you post stuff about fat cats or in general, uh, try and use the hashtag cats follow cats uh, because, you know, it's, it's very clear that cool cats has dropped, dropped the ball and it's time for another cat, an ultimate cat. And also, um, gutter cat gang are very snobbish, so they don't even care. So it's just us and cool cats. Hey, Dr. T, what's good? Hey, Dr. T, what's good, man? What's up? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, as far as structuring something, I have no problem doing that whatsoever, you know? And I think uh, the more people can figure out how to use these tools, uh, the more we can kind of feed alpha to each other. You know, when there's an opportunity, if I'm not around or someone else that knows how to use is not around, uh, we can really start sharing that like an alpha group, like an internal alpha group, more or less. Um. As far as uh, I, my question was actually about catnip and like cat catnip tokenomics or catniponomics, whatever you want to call it. Uh, are you gonna do you want to put any physical things in the store or anything other than whitelist? Do you have any plans for that? For example, possibly some of the merch or even something like a ledger. Um, we we do not, you know, we 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 have always promised you to be income focused, right? And so. The very best we can do without kind of hurting the rest of the holders is, you know, let's say there was, uh, let's take an example of, of the physical items, right? So we're, we're nearly done with our first four busts, right? One of them is going to be at NFT NYC. Uh, and so those busts, all in all with the prototype and everything else, are going to cost us 120 bucks, pretty much. Yeah, they're going to cost us 120 bucks. So 90 plus amateurizing the, the original mold, 120 bucks. So let's say we sold them in the store for 150 or $170, right? The best we can do is that $50 difference, which would have been the profit for the DAO, we can say that, hey, you know, if you buy it, you know, use some of your, if you buy it, you could buy like a discount in catnip, right? So we can kind of yeah. give you like a $20 off. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want more uses for catnip, but that works just as well. So that's definitely solid. Yeah, so that's one thing. So we can kind of give discounts via catnip. And then also sometimes we get given giveaways. Like we do actually get given things, right? Like, um, but, but often it's better to do them as a raffle, right? Like when we were not given a lot of those hoodies, uh, it, mm -hmm. it just didn't make sense for us to, uh, you know, put them in catnip. So we did the raffle. Okay. And then was there a... Is there any chance of customizing shirts where we're actually wearing our own NFT or? Absolutely, is it absolutely. Kind of one of the reasons why we're going the Shopify route and one of, the reason, one, of the, one of the other reasons for going CCO was the customization aspect. You see, you know, those, those crypto divas that we're working with, they the first group that are, going, that are offering us customization without us having to buy like a thousand t-shirts right? Nice. So nice. yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. We wanted people to be able to customize, but we didn't want to create this whole token gating thing because, you know, if you, if you try and token gate for Shopify, that's when shit gets very expensive, right? Like then we've got like four or $5,000 setup costs to, to, you know, to have the coders implement this whole kind of, you know, checking your wallet for that specific NFT. Once you take away 
that that specific NFT stuff, then customization gets you know very much easier, a lot cheaper. Also allows us to put in our shop in our Shopify store tons and tons of different options, right? Like we don't have to just get one hoodie provider. We don't have to get one T-shirt provider. We can have multiple providers, you know, each with kind of their you know preference, right? Like you know, some people want a very expensive high-end T-shirt, and some people just want you know. I want a cheap exactly. hoodie with, with the Fat Cat's logo on so that I kind of can wear that around the house, right? People have different needs and we want to provide as many options. Awesome, awesome. So um, we pretty much narrowed down like shirts, hoodies, and hats. Or I don't know if you mentioned hats, but what else, uh, what else do you have in mind for the Shopify store? So, so far, far we've, we've, we've been approached by two really cool uh, people that create like wall art. One does kind of wood carving wall art, which is really cool. So, you know, like... They, they carve it out so that it's like three-dimensional on your wall. Um, some of my board Ape friends put me onto them and really cool stuff. And then another one is, what are they called? Fidget, fidgetize, Parker, something? They do, you know, yep. they, they do high-quality printouts of your, um, of your NFTs in art collages, right? So, you know, a lot of the Lazy Lions guys got printouts of their Lazy Lion with their cub. So th there's okay. those guys. Then there is someone in this community whose wife does hand etching on glass you can hand etch your fat cat onto glass uh and it's like a one-of-one -one situation like that then we have the chess sets that we're working on those are going to come out uh, and that will be an nft you buy that on actually on OpenSea, and then you can pick like fat cats versus like board ape or fat cats versus mmc or something uh and then uh we've also got the the busts that are for sure coming out you know that we've already started paying for the prototypes and things uh, and those we do in very small batches of 25. So it's you know, not a major outlay from the DAO, but also, you know, it's a reasonable amount that, you know, people will likely buy. So, yeah, those are the things we're working on. But, you know, if you people have connections to hats or backpacks or whatever, as long as we don't have to buy, you know, a whole kind of like outlay of supply, then we're happy to do partnership with people, right? That's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to avoid kind of, you know, having to take massive stock. Oh, shit. I'm I'm late, everyone. I've got to run. <laughs> We've got WGMI now. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Awesome. Thank yeah. you.